Yeah, 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 Oh, oh, that's the mask. That's why. Had to be it. You have to first. Are you fucking on that This whole fucking time. That was good. There you Wait, sorry. You're definitely doing something. Enjoy yourself. We went down the stairs, made some up, shot the shit. Like, everyone went crazy for it. Like, the reaction was fucking mad. So, we tell up a couple people. We thought it maybe be like five, six people do it. We kept doing it, man, and people were fucking going mad for it. So we just turned in our fucking series. And you're filming in a circle at first, like, hey. just to be like, yo, this fucking, yo, it's kind of everybody shot a video in Chinatown, but it's kind of untapped to do it the way we did, make this shit look cinematic like G does best. And like when when we just started bringing people down here, it was just very natural. I'm not Bing Bong, dog. Look like him, dog. We were trying to. <laughs> We were trying to, we were trying to figure out who you, who people would think you were, and we finally oh, figured it out it's Nems. Oh, it's listen, it's a couple times a week. Bro, know, I get called Nardwar. I feel like I don't even like that's that's mean. That's, like that's just hurtful. Disrespectful. Bro, I was. Bro, I was in Maine. I swear to God, I met this chick. She told me I, she had a Napoleon Dynamite fetish, and then we did hook up. Oh, good for you. Good for you. I was like, who has a Napoleon Dynamite fetish, bro? Yeah, I did the whole dance. I brought Pedro in. Train with Pedro. Yeah, that's goals. That's dreams. Dreams come true. So you were just shouting. So she sells people on the ship. It is crazy. I know. fucking yells at them. Listen, <laughs> the beef with scallion. Beef with scallion is the best. That shit is the best. The, the best. What's the name of the restaurant? Deluxe Cream Dogs. Deluxe Cream is the most deluxe restaurant. People China. listening, I'm gonna try to do a serious interview, and it's just gonna be chaos uh, around it. It's angry. crazy. It is crazy though. We we lost the first. We recorded about ten minutes of a podcast beforehand, and you were saying you had never picked up a camera, nah, never man. been here, first, and now to first music video I did was for this decade. How long ago? Four years. Yeah, I think it was twenty eighteen. Yeah, four years. So yeah, four years ago we did the shit. We did the Clover video first time I made a video, like made the music video. I was mad late. Yeah, you were fucking two hours late. I was tight. I felt bad. I did like yo. Now working with rappers, I just know how not bad rappers feel yeah. about being late. But- what is that? Oh, oh, <laughs> I have oh, to schedule shit. Work, I have to schedule shit like two hours in advance. <laughs> like tell them two hours. We give ourselves a window in order just because we know these rappers is rappers. Well, you're a rapper too. You are in the same boat as me where it's like, we're just kind of at the whim of the time. Most rappers though, it's reliability. Yeah, you're, he's LA. He was an hour LA today. One fucking early. Why are you here? We shit to do. Killed some time. I pretended like I was gonna wait in the Supreme line and I didn't do that. Were you a fan of like New York rap before yeah, you I moved here? Fucking, used to love rap. 
Well, they're not very, very serious. Some of you, yeah, so Crazy. serious, yeah. It's about no, my, you get both. my grandmother's leukemia. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna see it on NPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> he is. Oh, my grandmother. He's, 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 a, he's a very famous rapper. Yeah, I, got to, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to fucking love rap music, man. I used to. I knew that we mostly when I was younger listened to techno and shit like that. But some people I knew used to listen to rap because I was in the graffiti scene. Going it that way, started listening to like really underground shit, like company flow and stuff like that. Remember the first real New York album I had was Big Cap and Funk Flex at the tunnel. And I remember I got that from was Tower Records and the imported CD section. From there, I just kept going back, buying random fucking CDs from the rap section and like, like i like this i like this i like this and it just kind of went from there man but yeah always fucking like that shit i didn't realize your first connection in rap was yeah, him though that is yeah. wild Crazy. i make i connect dots dog <laughs> nah I, listen i i'm not fucking on some real shit on some real shit it's like kind of what i enjoy most honestly besides the rapping and shit that's a given like i i love putting out music i love impressing people with my performance and shit like that but no one more has than anything i really impressed. like connecting like creatives and shit like that it's like always something i've always loved to do i always love to know a rapper and know a producer and be like yo this makes a lot of sense mm. or like have like you know rappers hit up g media because i'm like oh yeah i need video work and he he's the cleanest out right now so it's like I just really like making those types of connections. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is it hard to do that? And then you just released a project last week. Yeah. To, and then, before, baby. yeah, also like focus on doing music. Nah, dog. I think it's all part of it. I think that there's a lot of like dick riding, gatekeeping in this scene type shit. And it's 100%. like, yo, that's it, so the opposite of what I want to happen. That gatekeeping shit is like, dog, not everyone deserves a way in. But if you don't, if you don't, if you don't find your way in, that's on you. Like, I really want, I really want people to have this real community and be comfortable with contacting each other and yeah. com comfortable with, and be comfortable with fucking moving into different circles and shit like that, that they might not be so readily used to. Like, yeah. that's just what I like seeing. I like seeing unusual collaborations or like, there's a lot that, of weirdos, man. There's like a yeah, lot of like, on the scene. Like, that it is, but it is so corny. It's so dated, bro. The gatekeeper shit is, corny and is outdated but then it's tough because i think a lot of people like you just get treated like a dick so much for so long and then you just start treating people like dicks too it's Why? like you want to see a grow you want it to be bigger you want people to pay more attention to i'm it. not saying that's the right thing people but i think that's what happens you know, inviting give people a reason to pay attention to it don't be a fucking dickhead to everybody that tries to get involved yeah yeah honey bro and even people that are involved like trying to trying to like cut different corners of shit what who some people should talk to all that bullshit fuck all that man yo we all trying to get up and none of us is rich nobody i know is fucking rich off music and at the end you know of the day saying? the fans don't care about any of that shit and that's who it's all about at the yeah, end of, like uh, it is like how many people are paying attention to your shit and it might not be a ton but if you're growing it that's the goal yeah. and people don't give a fuck like if this dude's giving you a hard time like yeah, bro. And like like nowadays, I think the gatekeeping shit has kind of subsided a little bit because New York is like very uh, united. Uh, uni unity is G's favorite word, by the way. Fucking um, <laughs> New York scene is like more united than ever as far as as far as this level goes. What do you think that is? Oh, man, I just feel like we've all like be like really 
started to like respect each other and become friends, man. Like you go to these I events. I can't talk for all in New York, but yeah, like, we keep going to events. You meet a lot of the same people. You work together. You start like making videos together. Rappers start making tracks together. Then the community kind of builds from there. A lot of us have been doing this shit for a lot longer than me, but in the time I've been doing this, I've been meeting new people at all the events, and we've been working and building some shit together. I think the more time you spend going to events and putting in the work with people, you build like a camaraderie. But what do you think about it is now that it didn't happen before, but it is happening now? Uh, I think we all just honing in right now. I don't think I don't think there's necessarily a rhyme or reason. I mean, I've been rapping about like 12 years now, so I've seen a lot of waves of New York rappers throughout those 12 years. Like when I first started, none of those dudes is doing what we're doing now. You know what I'm saying? I kind of feel almost like the fucking lone survivor in some of this shit sometimes. Like, you know, fuck tuning my own horn. I'm just talking about like just yeah. the waves that I've seen going on. It's like, I don't know. I think we just really honed in to finding a sound for each other and just finding what the fuck we actually doing out here. You know, come say what's up. Come on. Come on, oh, man. man. Hello, hello. They need to see who's making these scallion pancakes. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Please, please. This is the, the Stream Boy legend. I was told come that on. you guys had the best food. Yeah. She's our favorite. She's the yeah. best. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Please, please. That's my wife. Yo, if you come to Greenbow, if you talk, talk to the red hair, we're fighting. I don't care. Yeah. Come here, man. Please, please, please. Come on, man. Say hello. Yeah, <laughs> man. See? You want to? All right. Your sister. your sister isn't as fly as you, though. I love how they're getting everyone to be like, you go on. And then yeah, everyone's like, go, no, go, no, no, no. Who's this? Well, we were talking about you guys started it as like just an inner Chinatown sounds like yeah. an inner circle thing. And then like it, you're on your hundredth episode and I ain't going to blow up any oh, shit, but like yeah, it's going to be out tomorrow. So by the time they see this, it'll be out. Yeah. You know? Shout out. Shout out to OG. Yeah. Shout out to Chinatown OG. <laughs> uh, uh, China Mac. China Is Mac it cool to still be working together and doing it now? Like you guys started, you brought like it's cool. It's amazing, man. Yeah. I mean, dog, we, I could speak for myself. I, I didn't see it fucking growing to this point. You know what I'm saying? And like the fact that we on a hundredth episode and we got eyes from people that we would have never expected people that neither of us worked with before people that I respected before this Chinatown sound shit. Some of the people that like, you see, some people will like one of the videos. I know we like some fucking huge, humongous, like, and I, I can't believe that watching some shit that we put together on a walk. Like when you DM'd him, what did you think you guys' like relationship would be? I honestly hit him up and I expected we'll do a video. That'll be it. I'll get my feet wet doing videos and then like we'll go from there. I did not expect we would do 40 plus music videos together, set this shit up, like be growing some shit together. I did not blame for a second. Not even I didn't expect us to become like friends like this either. So it's fuck, it's some mad shit. Unfortunately, I call this guy my friend at this point. What's up? Fucking horrible. It's awful. I love how antagonistic all your friendships are. I know, I'm the same way though. Like you can't be you can't be nice to your I'm nice to strangers. Friends I'm yeah, the mean friends, you gotta be yo, a piece of shit, dude. Call your friend a dickhead that's yeah. not really your friend. Yeah, nah, <laughs> and you know, but also, you know, 
That's what I was saying. But I show as much. I show way more love than all this fake, fake hatery. Yeah. You know, he was a but you never even, scumbag. you didn't even think you were going to like, you didn't ever even picked up a camera. You were, had you ever been to New York before? Yeah, I've been to New York a couple of times, man. That's how I knew I wanted to move here. It's like when I'd been here, I was, there's something about it. It's like, sounds like cliched and fucking corny, but there's something about it when you're here. It's different to anywhere else in the world. Like you walk around and it's just like a different feeling. It's like the best fucking say in the world. Easily. When you moved here, what did you think you were going to be doing? What, how many years? Was it five years later? I've been here for eight years. Eight years. So what I did you think? I had no you're... fucking plan whatsoever. I just knew I wanted to move somewhere else. Had enough of living in London. I came here. I had no fucking plan. No idea. I was like, fuck it. We'll see what happens. And it's what they were pretty fucking good. Not having a good time. What did you think you were going to be doing 12 years ago when you started rap? Like... Man, yo, when I started, it was just the most like, I didn't think about a rap career at all. Like I was just around producers and rappers all the time because I had like homies that was doing it. I really, I was in the studio back in the day, way before I was rapping, just watching rappers lay down shit, being like, yeah, shit was right. And then shit, like one day I wrote a verse. I went to my man's at the time. Uh, I went to my man's and I was like, yo, I'm about to rap. Like, I'm about to just, I, I didn't say, yo, I'm going to be a rapper, but I was like, yo, I'm going to get on a track. And he was like, no, you're not. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get on a track. He's like, have you ever done that shit? Like, and I was like, nah, you know, I haven't done that shit. I'm here in the studio all the goddamn time with you. He's like, all right, hop in, lay down the first shit. And like, the shit was golden. Like, and then we dropped that first rap, that first shit I ever recorded, we dropped. Oh, I'm going to take some too. Um, as a video and shit. And that shit ended up like, Going fake crazy, like dead ass. Like it was getting posted on, I think like it was posted on my complex with two dope boys and all this shit. My very first shit. And that kind of jaded me too, because I was like, oh, this rap shit is easy. You just put out some hot shit and everywhere post. Now, to me, what kept you going post. through like um, tough shit? Nah, shit was fucking fun, man. Like fucking writing raps and like being in the studio, making your boys be like, whoa, and then making your boys laugh. And then, like, seeing it drop and then seeing the different looks you get from it. That shit was all, like, mad fun at first. Now it's a pain in the ass, but... Do you like... <laughs> do you like photography? Like, do you like... uh Not photography. Do you like camera? Like, do you love cameras as much as that? Or, like, what do you... Do you want to yeah, stick bro, with I, it? I love taking photos, man. Or, I'll be honest, I prefer taking photos to making videos. Like, I like just going out with a camera at events and shit like that. Like, snapping fucking different moments. Thank you, thank you. Oh, she actually brought the scallion pancakes out. Yeah, bro. But yeah, I love I love cameras, man. I just love taking photos, love being out. I love doing videos, but I love photography more. Why do you think it that you never found it before? I've always been into it, man. I would go to like photography exhibitions and fucking all that kind of shit. But I don't know, I just feel like it was something I don't know if I couldn't do, but I was never thought of it as something I would do as a career and it seemed maybe pointless. But then when I got the camera, all I wanted to do was go out every day and take photos. So all I wanted to do was fucking film shit. All I wanted to do anytime I went somewhere was like, that could be a good photo. This could be a good photo. That could be. How cool. long after that did you message him? I would say maybe like a couple months max. I'm just fucking around with the camera, man. And what made you want to shoot a rap video? Because I fucking love rap, but I've always, I've always really been in a music videos. I used to just sit with like. In the UK, we have a channel called, uh, it was MTV Bass, and that was the rap MTV, and it would just play rap videos on repeat all fucking day. And so many times I would just sit and put that shit on for hours and just watch and watch and watch and watch and watch. So I think maybe that, but yeah, man, just always loved fucking rap music, wanted to be 
involved in like videos and that somehow and it just kind of fucking worked out like that moving yeah because i guess where where did you grow up in like a city or did you yeah, grow up in glasgow is like the biggest city in scotland so the same size as boston okay it's like a big ass fucking city but not like i'm guessing a rap scene i mean it's uh, it's like is a, there scottish rap yeah oh, <laughs> There's, there's actually one, there's, there's a guy called uh, there's a guy called Shogun, and he it's probably the most well known one from Scotland. He has a video that has like six million views or some shit like that. But like it's more of a kind of rap slash grime type thing. But the Scottish rap scene obviously isn't a particularly big thing. We Did you want to rap? I would buy it on vinyl, because <laughs> I'll go on the bus feature. Would you would you put a feature? Would you put a feature? What? I would I would I would buy SoundCloud Pro just to listen to that shit. I would fuck. You never tried. Do you hear my mixtape, man? You never tried. Pipe Bodman. We got the cover and everything. You think that's a joke? No, we really do have the cover. It's going to be the best mixtape team you've ever had. It's dropping next summer. But that really wasn't your, like... Well, I could, like, no one would ever be a famous Scottish rapper. It's not, like, a real thing that would happen. A lot of good producers from Scotland. Zed Hudson Mohawk produced a lot of shit on some of Kanye's albums and all that kind of shit. So there's a fucking amazing music scene in Scotland, amazing music scene in Glasgow. But it's not, like... You're never going to be a famous rapper. Yeah. From Glasgow. It's not no, like I No one wants to hear this accent. With that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any negative people. I, I hear that <laughs> you don't want to be a rapper, and that makes sense. But it is funny that whole, like, they'll never be a blank from blank yeah. is the whole origin story of, of everybody's success. And I go platinum. Right. We're back you know, it's man. true, though. Like, I live in middle of nowhere, Massachusetts, and I'll be like, there's no there's no rap podcast or comedian from fucking Cape Cod. You know what I mean? Like, that's the origin story. Cape Cod? Yeah, I was born on Cape Cod. You've been there? Yeah, I've been a couple of times, man. I saw we some whales. Real? You should let me know when you're out there next yeah, time. My I'm family lives there. there. Last time I went, though, I went camping, and I fucking hate camping. Oh, dude, camping's the worst in the world, bro. Fucking worst. I went to Cape Cod. I went to a wedding last year to Cape Cod. That show was beautiful. What? Really nice. Beautiful. No, again, everyone, Cape Cod is the place that there's never going to be a rapper. (laughs) Everyone wants to rap. Everybody everybody wants to rap on Cape Cod. (laughs) White boy, Robert. (laughs) It's fucking beautiful, man. That's a nice place to go visit. Don't go camping, though, because camping is for fucking dickheads. Bro, when I was in uh, sixth grade for school, we had this weekend where the whole sixth grade went camping. And then they put the three biggest. It was like imagine the three of us in a tiny tent. Oh my god, I'm picturing it now. Biggest fantasy, probably. And then first night, one of the kids pissed himself, so we couldn't shower. We just had to sleep and piss for a fucking week. I I never camped. Fuck that. On a wee blue mattress on the fucking floor. It's uncomfortable. There's bugs everywhere. You can go and visit the countryside, then go back to a fucking regular room afterwards. Yeah. Why you Glamping outside? sounds fun. I don't even know what that is. That's like, it's like fancy camping. Oh, okay. It's like sleeping in a hotel. Also, so yeah, they like, you have like, you have like, servants come and set up a whole shack for you. you also, sleep? his rap alias is We Blue Mattress. I just thought We Blue Mattress. Yo, help yourself. Anyone want scallion pancakes? Yo, you look like, you look mad short. 
People should know that. It's five foot four. Yo, try one of these pancakes for real. Try that I'll eat it. Uh, all right, I will. All right, I need it hot and ready. Someone else. I wanted to chime in, fucking how you were like, oh, Daryl, but never be a scout. Uh, Just be, never rapper. be a scallion pancake. Nah, there'll never be a Scottish rapper, right? Sometimes, like, he'll say a bar, like, from a song that, like, you know, just for, like, reference of a video or, like, whatever, if he likes the bar or whatever. That shit sound mad funny. <laughs> He'll be like, the one about moving the packs down, down the river? Like, Whoa! <laughs> nah, it says, nah, it's fire. I love it. I love it. You know, yo, in New York, we, we New York-centric. Not only is America America centric, but New York is New York centric. We forget that there's shit outside of the city, man. Like that ass. Like I I I had the pleasure of like seeing different parts of the world and shit. But I talked to a lot of my boys who haven't and shit. And like, yo, they don't know what the fuck. How many people ask me? Yo, Have you ever seen a black person? Type old? Shit? I get asked that like frequently. I get asked, yo, so you 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 lived in like a field, or did you like stay in the country, or like a cottage or shit? And I'm like, bro, I lived in a fucking <laughs> apartment building in the city. Like, what like, the I lived fuck? in the projects, motherfuckers. Lived in the fucking city. I like, think what the fuck. See, it's tough because then a lot of people aren't able to travel, but yeah, you yeah, do yeah, need dog, to travel. Like, I'm not saying, yeah. but for my next point, it's like you kind of have to see the rest of the world, like. Your mind, man. Fucking... You have to like just get you have to get out of your home. Like you have to learn about other people to then I feel like respect and like I now have a greater understanding of like where I'm from because of all the places I've uh-huh. been type shit. Uh-huh. You, you can... travel mind a bit. It's the best thing you can do. Honestly. I'm also not Change I'm your a perspective on fucking life. I'm a city person, but I feel like I'm not a New York City person. Like I'm LA more than New York because I like chill. Like New York City's too much for me. Like I'm too ADD. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I feel you, man. Nah, I'm like much. The West Coast is cool, man, but it's like too fuck. It's way too laid back, man. Like I, like where I grew up, obviously was not the same as this. But it was a big city. There's always something happening. There's like even at nighttime, all you hear is traffic and like fucking cars and that. The West Coast is like too silent, man. It's like too slow. It's too quiet for me. I need something to be fucking good on. See, I like that. I like to just smoke weed and chill. Like I can't smoke anymore, so fuck that. It's like, yeah, bro, you had excuse everyone the motorcycle. You had both your lungs collapse. Yeah, man, both of them collapsed at separate times. That's after, fucking but, uh, crazy, I bro. Surgery on the left one where they put the little camera in. Then the right one collapsed fucking really bad, so I had to get open surgery with like cut you open. What happened? Blood, right? Yeah, I have blebs on both my lungs. It's called blebs, are little spots on the top of your lungs. And if one of them pops, it creates an air pocket and it pulls the lung down. So what happened on this side, got a surgery, then it happened on this side really fucking bad. And I had to go open surgery and I was in hospital for a few weeks and it's fucking brutal, man. They had me on morphine and I was smacked. It just was like a random fuck. They said it's a genetic lottery. It can happen to anyone. So they fucking shit is lottery in the world. How old were you? First time it happened, I was 18. And it happened on both lungs? Happened on the left lung, then a couple years later, it happened on the right lung. I had the same shit happen to me. Really? When I was in the ocean, it was like crazy, like water pressure one day. And I had a blood pop. I'm on the way back from the beach, driving back from the beach, checking my shit. I'm like, yo, something's weird, bro. Yo, it felt like it was rice crispies on my skin. Swear to God. Shit. I'm like, nah, this is different. I sat in my my room for like 20 minutes, and I was like, 
went to the hospital and they're like, oh, yeah, your fucking lung basically had a pocket that burst. And if you didn't know, it would have killed you? Uh, they said that it, it can range, but they said it has killed people. Yeah, if you leave it, like the pain is, you couldn't live with the pain. The pain is, is fucking agony, man. Because every time you try and breathe, you can only get so much air, then it feels as if your lung stops. And when you try and force it, the pain gets worse and worse. Is and that worse. hard to like work out and shit? Yeah, like you can barely walk about. Like you're walking and you're. But I mean now. Pain. Oh no, I'm good now, man. I had the surgery. I have a surgical glue on the top of both my lungs that like holds them up in case that shit happens again. Isn't that crazy that yeah, we can yeah, do man. that shit now, bro? Fucking great. If this happened a hundred years ago, I'd be fucking toast. <laughs> yeah, that, I can't believe it doesn't affect you like running or working out. If like it's, if it's like crazy humid out, sometimes I feel a bit wheezy, but like I'm alive, I can breathe. I fucking I'm grateful, man, because that could have fuck a few years earlier, it could have been a lot fucking worse. Yeah, had nothing to do with smoking. Oh, nothing they said they can happen anyway. Why don't you smoke? Because you're um, a bitch. I'm just I'm, yeah. I'm a punk. I can't be a punk in peace. Nah, dog, I smoked like 10 blunts a day for like it's like almost 20 years of my life. Um yo, one day, dog. Okay, so make make a long story long. I I uh I was addicted to backwards because backwards have mad tobacco and so all I fucking smoke was to Me backwards. too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you smoke a joint and you're like, this shit ain't hitting. You smoke a fucking Dutch even, which has tobacco, and you're like, this shit ain't hitting like it should. Like, what the fuck? And then I was like, yo, let me quit backwards because at least that'll be better for me. Started smoking joints, and I was like, I don't like this shit as much. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, once I stopped smoking so much, I was like, yo, why am I, like, I got so much more energy throughout the day. I, like, like I, 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 I'm I, eating better. Yo, used to, he I used can, to smoke. Yeah, I've never seen him. I'm at the point now where I'm where I only smoke weed. I'm five years clean of all nicotine and tobacco, but it's like. It's like just something I'm doing. Like I'm trying to like reestablish my relationship. Watch our first 20, 25 videos. I'm smoking in every single one the whole time type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, you know, that was what you you, you you know, eating that. Wait, you're not bringing that. No, 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 no. (laughs) We almost got our scallion. Pa- I thought the laptop was going to get stolen today. It's the scallion. Yeah, pancake. Nah, nah. <laughs> I love um, people walking by think this is probably way more important yeah, than it is. This is some fuck like we are very important <laughs> people. Uh, over at division. Sweet. Yo, would you be down to take a little break and then continue? Because I feel like we haven't talked with- yeah, we can we can do if you guys yeah we'll we'll finish this totally we'll work it out perfect yeah 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 today's episode is sponsored by Om with Emily Emily is a meditation and yoga teacher as well as an astrology and tarot reader she uses yoga and spirituality to help others reconnect with their true self. She offers in-person and virtual one-on-one sessions for all experience levels. Find her online at omwithemily.com. That's O-M-W-I-T-H-E-M-I-L-Y.com. Or on IG at om.with.emily. DM her on IG and mention Bucked Up and she'll send you a free guided meditation. That's right, mention Bucked Up and she'll send you a free guided meditation. You can find her on IG at om.with.emily. Let's get back into it. Other two shoots were shit shows. Yeah. Yeah. We were outside. 
It was a good episode, but it was a shit show. Yeah, but it was the first of the type, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah you need to be out there with the people, you know yeah, That's my first in-the-city outdoor podcast. You need that, man. Of any. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. And then I got to see you. This will be filmed, This will be released in a couple of weeks, so I got to see you guys do episode 100. Yeah, of episode Chinatown 100, man. So I we've done that in such a short fucking period of time. And cool. yo, that shit rolled out perfectly. We've been trying to get China Mac on Chinatown Sound yo, since, since week the first, one. Since the first episode, week one, and we we reached out and just it just never worked out. And then just so happens the day before we're about to drop episode one hundred, we get the blessing from my guy China Mac. And the weekend before he moves to LA. Yeah, he's yeah. murdered. He's murdered. He, bro, he's moving in two days, bro. He's moving in two days to LA. LA. Two days. His last couple of days in New York, and he came through. Did the hundredth episode. He didn't even know it was a hundredth episode. No, he just pulled up and then just walked around the yeah, city, interviewed people. That was incredible, man. He got to ride off on a fucking yo, hey, yo. Local celebrity. That is a local celebrity. That is like, yo, how like people just walking up to him in the street, yo. Everyone knows China Mac, man. Especially we in Chinatown. It was meant to be, dog. It's funny the way the universe works. I was uh, for episode one hundred. That's how it 100. is. Yeah, and how long have you been doing it? Since the January. January, the we filmed the first one on Christmas Eve, but we didn't actually start Chinatown Sound told them. Who like was was that you? Yeah, you were the but it wasn't one. even it wasn't even like a series concept. It was just a freestyle. It was just like yo, let's. I was chilling in here and I was like yo, let's go fucking. A G said yo, let's go film a fucking freestyle. He had just moved to Chinatown. I was like hell yeah, why not? Oh, I love content. The world needs to see this fucking face, bro. So uh, so we went downstairs, filmed that shit, came right back up with the footage. This shit looked glorious. I was like, yo, throw the subtitles on. He just so happened to have, like, his boy had, like, the little lav mic that he could uh, clip on, which he didn't usually have. Yeah, so I don't it just, keep that shit just worked crib. out. I usually rent that shit when I do interviews and stuff. Yeah. I had it. My boy bought them. He left them here. And just by chance, we had them. Took them down the stairs, mic'd them up so the audio was consistent, like, nice and clear. Filmed the shit one take, man. Put the subtitles on, and like the the combination, of everything just by chance. Us having the mics was fucking perfect, man. Did you ever want to add beats to it, or do you like the acapella? Uh, that's no, that's part of the concept, man. I mean, I that's what I like about it, but yeah. I wasn't sure. Like, yeah, no, nah, we are uh, we that that was part of the concept from the beginning. Uh, the fact that it's Chinatown sounds. Uh, really, we wanted to capture something that you're getting the the city sounds in the background. You're getting the whole the whole kind of scene. It's looking very cinematic. It's sounding very, very natural. You know what I'm saying? And that was always kind of our brand, uh, especially with the subtitles and shit. It really gives the rappers a chance to breathe. It gives the rappers uh, an opportunity to spit a different type of verse than they would over a beat, let's say. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like something with more air, something that means something more to them. Yeah, well, as of what were you saying? I was gonna say, there's got to be less filler. Yeah. Sometimes when you see freestyle shows and someone's on a beat, they'll throw in some filler just to like keep going and like it's yeah. easy to hide behind the beat sometimes. Yeah. If your flow is ill, you don't really like in this day and age, unfortunately, you don't really got to say much, which is, you know, I subscribe to also. I love a good flow, even though at the end I'll be like, I don't know, one word that dude said, but he killed it. Yeah, but, as like, a fan, sound, yeah. I like to see the Chinatown sound because it's like, oh, these, it's not the beat carrying these. Really dudes. just like, to hear oh, what they're saying. Yeah, exactly. And with the subtitles, it's like you can't, the whole thing is about what this guy's saying. Yeah. Yeah.
ain't about obviously G's cinematography and shit. It's beautiful. Which is crazy. It's still crazy to me, the story of you fucking... And the first section got cut out, so can you tell that story again of you? I was living in London. I was working a fucking office job as a sales manager. I fucking hated every second of it. Hated going to work, hated fucking emails and spreadsheets and just fucking cunty office environment. It just is is not for me. And I was I just had enough and I was like, fuck this. And I quit my job, took the little savings I had, and I was like, I'm moving, I'm moving to New York. And I just said, fuck it. And I moved and I was had no plan. Moved over here, became a fucking bartender. Again, still had no plan. I was like, I'll just see roll the dice, see what the fuck happens. Then I borrowed my boy Dan, Shout out Spooky Dan. I borrowed his cookie camera. Cookie Dan? Spooky Dan. I thought you said Cookie Dan. That's cookie just, Dan. No, Cookie oh, Dan. Is the yeah. You saw from Milk Bar? Spooky Dan is my boy, a madman. But I borrowed his camera and I was just fucking around taking photos, that sort of shit. Then eventually got my own camera, started fucking around, making little videos, just random bullshit, taking photos of stuff. So heard one of his tracks on Instagram, and I think it was, was it Bakerman? Yeah, Raphael, Mr. Bakerman. Shout Mr. Out Bakerman. Him. Saw his, he posted a video, and he had his track on it, and I don't know why, it was something about the track, I clicked on his profile, and I was like, fuck it. And I something about the track, that shit is fucking hard, that's what it was about the track, I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt him. Maybe. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I hit him up, and I was like, yo, I've never done a music video before, like to do one, you want to do it. Cut to the cinematography of Chinatown Sound. Yeah. Years later, man. Yeah, do years. you think this is a question for do you think everyone has their thing and you just have to like do you think some people just don't like like it was very lucky you found your thing? Well, I have the best job in the world, man. I fucking I'm so lucky to do this. I'm do you think so everyone has it. that? Like, do you think everyone just has to like 100%. take the Take the risk and then they'll find what they are supposed to be doing. Uh, like, sometimes you need to bet on yourself. Sometimes you need to fucking be like, I can. If you, like, I started doing this shit, still bartending, then it came to a point where I was like, I'm going to invest the time into this. I'm going to learn it properly. I'm going to do it full time. And I was like, fuck it. And I did it. And now it's my full time job. So something you need to bet on yourself a lot of the time yeah. if you really believe you can like do it properly. Yeah, my perspective, I think I think much more people have a calling than know that what their calling is. But at the same time, some people are just fucking useless. See, I and hear that new thing. You like hear people like, say like NPC, like that's like a big thing now. What is that? You ever heard like oh, NPC, yeah, like non, non-playable character, like yeah. the people on the street that are like and. They're like, oh that's an god, NPC. The world is full of fucking NPCs, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, yo, contribute. So? Contribute, dog. I don't mean monetarily. I don't mean like, yo, contribute to the fucking air somehow, dog. The air helps you breathe, breathe back, dog. Some people are just so morose and fucking useless. Morose Not, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Morose and useless. He'll he'll hold the paper off his calendar. Yeah, 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 a rap is gonna, you're gonna have morose in a bar. You better have a morose in a bar. You better have morose in a bar. Morose, leave you comatose. You know I do the most. You do the least. I'm sorry. He's, that's already on a track somewhere. Waiting to Dog, that's the one featuring G Media. Dog, you don't know my song. You know, really? do the least. What kind day. of fan are you? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, nah, NPCs, dog. 
It's too many of them. Maybe some of those NPCs need to pick up an NPC. You know I mean? Do you believe there's NPCs? Like people who just will never find like a thing that brings. I honestly the... think there's a lot of people who could find what they want to do if they weren't lazy fucking dickheads Absolutely. and didn't want to put in the work. There's too many people who want to. Even if you look at our DMs, the ones we get on Chinatown Sound, people will hit us up and be like, "Yo, when can I do my Chinatown Sound?" And I'll look at the profile, and they have released one song in the last three years, and it's all oh, random honey, bullshit bro. and nonsense. And I'm like, "Yo, you don't take this seriously, and you don't put in the work. Why the fuck would we put you on here?" Yo, yeah. it's, I, I was watching an Adam Twenty. I was watching a No Jumper interview, and he was talking about like artists, basically exactly what you say, an artist that don't have a following wanting to get wanting to get interviewed by him and he was like yo i'm doing you a service by turning you down at this point because there's not enough eyes on you for people to really appreciate what you're saying and that first interview that i do with you is going to be something big regardless so you might as well wait till people are actually interested in what you have to say he's like when i turn the artist down they see it as disrespect, but I he sees it as like I'm doing you a service by not giving you this interview now. If it comes the time that 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 interview needs to be done, then I'm doing you so much I'm doing you so much more service now that there's eyes and ears on you. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. You so, know, we're on a much smaller scale than no jumper, obviously, but like it's exactly wrong. what it it's is. Not man. Always, it's not about the following. Not it's always. Not like, yeah. Oh, they only have. No, it's about the effort. It's like the effort. if someone has someone two said this to me, I... mad videos and work, and they're putting in videos and. Freestyles. If they're, they're good, good. They'll, if they're good, they'll get on. Yeah, it's some dude. Following. I usually like if someone says some dickhead shit, like I usually just let it pass. But someone dude was like about that. If you don't have enough followings and you want to come on the podcast, this is my job. You can pay to come on. Yeah, that's right. it. That's it. If you don't have something to offer, but this dude's like, you got five thousand followers. Well, I was like. I'm on a Conway song. I have an official Conway feature. I was written about in the Harvard Crimson. Right. Like, it doesn't matter about, even the about that. It's content for you. you yeah. If he wants to get but interviewed just, by you, he knows the quality of your content. So there's a the reason Harvard for that. Is, but it sounds very it's the Harvard University's magazine. Yeah, exactly. like, That's actually your new rap name. I could have never gone to Harvard. I could have never gone to Harvard ever. But when they asked to like write an article about me, it was like, what? Yeah, the most fuck? of the people that went to Harvard, they don't want to fucking write an article about what the hell are you doing? A bunch of yo, NPCs. You they know? thought a bunch yo. of smart ass NPCs. Get out of here, dog. You fuck with uh, mushrooms? Eh, a little bit. A couple of weeks ago, I went to the beach down at Brain Beach and ate a load of fucking mushrooms, and it was fucking unbelievable, man. It's brilliant. Uh, I, I, I've done a lot of shows in my life. Uh, oh, I think we talked about it on yeah, the last yeah, podcast. On, on yeah. The with Chubbs. Shout out Chubbs. Shout out Chubbs. Um, but, uh, Chubbs. talking Chubbs. about sounds that shouldn't work together, but do you yeah, guys? Yeah. Why do you think it shouldn't work together? Your styles are completely different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The type of music you make, if you listen to solo projects, the mm. beats you choose are very different. That's like, true. That's true. Yeah. Now you're right. Nah, yeah, yeah, dog. Me and Chubbs are and that uh, album you guys, um, Cornerstore Cornerstore. I say Cold Cut Cornerstore, yeah. but no, Cornerstore Cornerstore. That an amazing project. Thank you, man. Yo, I, I, man, that was a great project. You gotta hear the new shit me and Chubbs got. Me and Chubbs are working on a project produced by Gore-Tex right now, and that shit is so fucking flavory. The shit that we say on there is so outlandish. It's 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 different. It's a real different type of project. Very different from Cornerstone Carnivores. Are Cornerstone, you guys? 
you, sorry, what were you saying? No, no, I would say Corner Store Carnivores is kind of like a more traditional album. It has a good mix of stuff. It has fun songs. It has a lot of drums and shit like that. Shout out Lord Jewish, produce that whole shit. Uh, but this new shit with Gore-Tex is spacey shit, bro. It's spacey. Talk about shrooms, that shit. To pop shrooms and listen to that project. It's it's almost done. Almost done. Oh, really? Uh, we sense. like seven songs in. We try and do like one or two more. And you're going to get the G-Media feature on it? Uh, uh, if the price is right, fucking, uh, it depends on our budget. <laughs> it depends on Gore-Tex's budget. He said, yo, Gore-Tex said to me uh, verbatim, he said, yo, whatever G-Media wants, I'm putting up the bread for his feature. <laughs> Robert to have airplanes and helicopters. <laughs> Explosions. He said, yo, I'm going to get Ill Bill on there. He said, yo, I was thinking about getting Ill Bill on there, but I feel like G would like this this beat, so I'm going to just, I'm going to hold off on that. <laughs> the reason I bring up the mushrooms thing, just to wrap up the Harvard story, is yeah. I talked about doing mushrooms on the Harvard, in the Harvard mm, interview, oh. and then they didn't release it for like three months, and I was like, they're never really fucked up. I should have talked about doing oh, mushrooms word. at Harvard University. Why not, dog? That's I didn't release it. They didn't keep it in the interview, though. Oh, they, oh, they released that, the interview, though. Yeah, but they okay. took that part out. I guess that makes sense. I guess so yeah. mushrooms are rigged. Very regular thing. No, they're not. Like, they had him at yeah, supply and demand last Fungus. Yeah, fungus. Yeah, shout out Rick and Brown. Crack or some wild shit. Like mushrooms are fairly regular, fairly. There was. Accepted. I was listening to an interview earlier, and it was funny. It was talking about like drug use now versus drug use, like with rock stars in the seventies and eighties. And yeah, there's rappers that pop shit, and yeah, there's rappers that sip. But it it, it does seem like it's. The like drug, like hard drugs are less of the man. Rappers are the weirdest. Yo, these rappers don't be outside enough, dog. Because a rapper will be shook, scared to death of cocaine, but then they'll pop Zans and Roxies. That shit makes no sense to me, dog. Like, as somebody who's done a plethora of drugs in my life. That shit, that that those downers, that fucking that heroin shit. You could call it whatever you want. You could say, "Yo, you look like a basehead." If you pop in perks and zans and roxies, you are a basehead, dog. People get more addicted to that shit, and that shit affects your character more than cocaine. Anytime I've seen, but you know, it's a it's a, it's a stigma because cocaine turned to crack which 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 ruined eras of you know generations of families so i understand the stigma towards it however dog just you know i don't know the the levels are so different with some rappers man Not only rappers it's the hood you know what i'm saying it's it is what it is it's 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 something i grew up seeing and then to this day it's still like yo nah that coke shit is weird give me a zen what it's weird yeah that's why i do like the mushroom push Cause like that's the like yeah. weed mushrooms like I like now that you can buy like mushroom chocolates so you can fucking measure it so you can like so I actually read I want to say I read something on mushroom chocolate how it's like you know what Delta Eight weed is it's like fake weed it's like synthetic weed okay like mushroom the chocolate mushroom is like synthetic mushroom it's oh, not like. The real shit. Like psilocybin. Which like... I've had a lot of chocolate mushroom, but I just read that article the other day. Interesting. Like, it is, I do have a different trip from eating the chocolate than like, Yo, let me tell straight you. up stem. Well, let me tell you, dog. The last time I did shrooms, I was in AC, and it was mushroom chocolate. And there was a bar, and on the bar, it says one to two squares is like a micro 
<clears throat> then like three to four is like moderate, and then like five to six they call it like spaceman. Yeah, trip, it's like whatever. a fucking celestial dwarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, like outer space. So eating, yeah, it's like eating four grams. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So I took one square, one square, which is supposed to be the most micro of micro trips in the world. I ate one square, and dog, I was down at the craps tables. And the numbers was looking at me and the fucking colors was blending into each other. Though I'm very well versed in crap. So I'm, I could roll craps. Like I, I know how to roll craps. I'm standing there confused as shit, bro. The fucking dealers are throwing, you know, they throw, they give you five dice and then you pick two out of it. They threw me five dice. I was looking at the dice. Like, they're like, sir, are you rolling? I was like, I can't. forgot to put my money on the pass, which is you have to put your money on the pass if you're rolling. I'm like, they're like, sir, if you're rolling, you got to put it on the pass. I'm like, I look at my chips. I was like, put it on the pass. Eventually got two dice tossed. Thank God I crapped out. Thank God I rolled horribly because otherwise I would have kept rolling, rolling, rolling and looking very, very odd. I rolled. I was like, nah, chill. I went and sat behind my boy, Sal Brassbeard, uh, my engineer. I, he was rolling at the table. He's like, oh, you good? I was like, I don't know, though. I'm just going to sit here for a minute. <laughs> and just macked out behind him. He was like, yo, I've never seen Are you Are you like good that. at craps? I'm, I mean, dog, I can't gamble. Like, I, I, I get to, losing money freaks me out too much. Love dice. Like even if I lose a hundred dollars, I'll like be depressed for like. Well, no, you gotta hours. you gotta go to the casino with expecting that the money you bring is spending money and not and not gambling money. Smart. Yeah, now nah, if you go with five hundred, let's say you know that sounds like a lot of money, but for for AC or Vegas or some official, that's so I, you blow that in an instant if you don't know how to roll that. See, I, that's. Don't get mad at me if I tell you it's five hundred dollars to go on the fucking podcast. People will blow, people will blow that on a fucking. I took five hundred dollars and a Rolex on the on the CeeLo game last night. Are you a gambler? Yeah, I like gambling, but in the UK, we have a there's like bookies everywhere. We have like gambling shops where you can go in and place a bet with cash. You write the bet on a slip. They tell you the odds. Give them the cash. Give you the receipt. You leave, you watch what might be a fucking uh, foot, sorry, soccer game, whatever the fuck it is. If your result comes up, you go back, you give them a Of course you said soccer. I mean, normal thing. The bookies next door to a bar. So any bar you go to is a bookies next door. So um, yeah, you get drunk. Like, when you go to any dispensary in Massachusetts, there's like a smoke shop right next door. <laughs> gambling is normal. Like I would be going to a game, and on the way I'd be like, I'm gonna run in the bookies, and I'd throw throw like a uh, forty, fifty bucks on a game, and it was totally normal. It's like uh, nothing you'd be weird about. Whereas people in America are weird about gambling. This could be a. Th yeah. This is an outsider perspective, but in Europe, it's like, look at drinking, look at like cigarette smoking, and look at gambling. It's kind of more like whatever, but then people know how to handle it better. And uh, man, I, don't, I don't agree. You don't honestly, think so? Especially drinking in Scotland and, and England and Ireland as well. People drink like they binge drink they get fucking like their life wasted. yeah you're right every like, time i've been wasted. to like edinburgh when and i went to ireland everybody i've been to spain ireland scotland Five. yeah 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 Word. 
I've been to Spain. I haven't been. I dated a girl who worked for the Scottish government. Actually, oh really? Lived in Edinburgh, and I went over there. Fuck Edinburgh. Why you gotta talk about G's family? (laughs) Fuck Edinburgh. I'm from Glasgow. Glasgow is the biggest city. It's the best city. Edinburgh is the capital city. It's for the tourists. Fuck. Fuck Edinburgh. If you're from Edinburgh, fuck you. What? Yo, I hope you don't have a big Edinburgh following, bro. I'll fight them all. Tell them to One of the best meals I ever had in my life was in Edinburgh. What'd you get? Uh, No, I did have haggis. Haggis, This is going to sound crazy. It was a squid ink sack. Oh, I love that. Stuffed with lamb. That's just fucking amazing. Dude, it was crazy. It was that. I Googled, like, I love Gordon Ramsay for some reason. I always have. So I, like, Googled. Gordon Ramsay's like favorite restaurants that no one would know about. Mm. And I found this little one in Edinburgh that was like down a side street. There was like 10 tables. Mm. And yo, I was visiting my girl out there, but I didn't really, I didn't even want to be with her. <laughs> I didn't even want to be with her. So she was at work. So she was at work. And every time she went to work, I just went and did the dopest shit. Yeah, man. facts. And I went to this restaurant. Squid ink stuffed with Yo, squid ink sack stuffed with lamb. lamb. It was amazing. Squid ink is such an interesting flavor, dog. You yeah. would never expect. You would you think ink and you think bitter and weird, bro? Squid ink is the most like savory, like fucking round, like delicious flavor. I love that shit. Like a good paella how made with actual a, squid ink. How could you be a like um a picky eater? That shit is the I, this thing like I bitch. oh my yeah. how, how could you yo my mom, Try my mom it, is bro. a picky eater and it's like we'll go out, I'll take her to a nice ass restaurant when she's over we'll go to some fucking steakhouse she'll get like a fucking hundred dollar steak and be like I'll have it well done oh ketchup drives me nuts bro drives me nuts if you're getting a well done steak yeah. it's fucking point no, I travel my partner. Nuts. My partner that I travel with, like my business partner that I travel with, he's not here today, but he usually travels with me. Um, he like only wants to go to chain restaurants because he knows it's consistent. Man, so like, we'll be in the nicest cities in the world, and it'll be like, all right, let's go to Cheesecake Factory. I hate <laughs> that, bro. I, I hate like that. Cheesecake Factory now. No, I love Cheesecake Factory. Fucking, I want to go to like the part about traveling. Yeah, that's the best part about being in a new city is trying that cuisine. For me personally, I'm a big eater, but like I, that's, that's another reason we go on well is we go yeah we eat food all the time and we go different places eat fucking crazy yeah hell shit. yeah we should we, do we're food thinking review. about starting <laughs> nah, uh, funny you said we're not we're thinking about starting that series too exactly. <laughs> No, nah, I was this one China funny Town story Chinatown <laughs> yo bad dog it's not bad. Nah, it was one time like what you're talking about, and they're not necessary. A couple, maybe, maybe one picky eater in the crowd. But I was at the studio, um, with with my my guys, uh, Emilio, Craig, Bloss, eighty nine, and Pounds. Oh, shout out! Yeah, all shout of out all of them, bro. real great oh, guys. Yeah, I was out. We were out in uh in the home entry studio out in uh Bixman in Brooklyn, and after it was like, yo, we hungry. Where we gonna go? We was thinking about Isla, like the Spanish food, da da da. And I was like, yo, y'all wanna like. Y'all want to, like, let me handle this? Like, yo, yo, I know food. Y'all know I know food. Listen, I got a spot. It was like, all right, all right. But I was like, yo, but, like, when we get there, just don't, like, overthink the menu. Mm. Just, like, yo, if I, like, just try That's some real shit. Overthink. I've never, I've never yeah, heard someone say though. overthinking the menu. But that, that shit's so dumb. true, bro. That shit's nah, that's what you get lost shit. when you start to be like, oh. Chives, I don't know if I like those. Dog, you like it, man. If it's me, uh, y'all have another drink. Thank you. 
But yeah, we went over to um my favorite restaurant actually. It's a spot, Winsun. It's a Taiwanese restaurant. Oh, I love bro. Bro, no, no, no. Bucky, Bucky. We're going to fucking Winsun. We're going to Winsun. It's the most incredible restaurant. Every time I go there, it's consistently incredible. Amazing food. But you know, dog, to somebody that is maybe a picky eater, I'm not saying they are, but like to somebody who's not used to the ingredients and shit like that, you look at the menu and it's just some different shit. See, I'm the uh, type of dude there's with... tripe on the menu, I'll get it. Like right. I'll, I'll I'm not a huge fan of tripe, but I'm not like, a big just... fan either. But if it's but like try... if they're known for that, I'll try the tripe. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the same way. Thank you. I'll try something 30 times, like, it, you know, just like in hopes that I like it one time type shit. Shit, bro. When I went to France, I had a cow brain and they brought it. was amazing. They brought it up. But literally, like, I was eating with my mom. And my mom's not the pickiest eater, but she, like, couldn't watch me eating it. Like it looked too much like a brain to her. It doesn't like, actually look like, look like a brain. It does look like a brain. That's weird. Like, I, I grew up. In a city called Lowell in Massachusetts, which is like huge Southeast Asian population, huge really? African population. Mm. So like we would go and we'd go to like my dad and I would go to these African restaurants where we'd be like the only white people that would go mm. in and they'd have like goat head soup, like in the skull That's and shit. shit. Bro, I, like, love I love all that. I love all that nasty shit. And That's I like cheap stuff. And I also like really like I've been to Mr. Chow's like, of course, you yeah, got to yeah. fall out. Yeah, but I don't But the cheap, like, hole-in-the-wall places, yeah, man. those are... I like, the I like it all. Yeah. I, yeah. I do like going to Mr. Chow's, spending, like, 500 bucks. And I remember I did the math once. So a packet of ramen, which I still love, is 13 cents. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes <laughs> sense. The, yeah. From the dollar stores, yeah, I got eight packs for a dollar. I've never been to Mr. Chow's either. I was just you like ramen, that. though? I love ramen, though. So say you spend $500 at Mr. Chow's. And like a ramen packet, it is 13 cents. You're doing this math all wrong, Bucky. I'm reading over your shoulder. <laughs> no, it's three. I got it right. I got it right. Fuck you. That's 3,900 ramen packets for yeah, the yeah. one that's meal. A, a, that's <laughs> 3,900 ramen packets in your house. Your life has gone wrong somehow. Yeah, definitely. It's going really right. You got so much money for everything else. And we need to go, Mr. I, I could do a whole oh, man, I could talk about food on fucking there. Oh, yeah, but the, the end of that story was that I, I fucking told my guys, yo, don't, you know, just just let me order. If you want to order things, order. We just gonna have fun. We're gonna try everything. And they tried everything and they said it was one of the best meals they ever had. And likewise for me, dog, it was so fucking good. Yo, that spot is crazy. And I feel like they were very impressed by that shit. And it's like, I love, I love speaking through food. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Going out to eat with somebody and not having some regular shit is like the illest shit. You really, you really, I feel like you really bonded on a different level. Bro, going on a first date with a girl who's a picky eater. Sure, and, then you have and then you have to like, I'm leaving that bitch in the seat. Pizza, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be like a father that said, yo, I'm going out for a pack of cigarettes and never coming back. <laughs> Bitch, oh, 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 you got the, okay, all right, no, 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 I get it, yeah, you got the cheeseburger, okay, all right, wanna, all right. I'm going to the bathroom real quick. I want to go back to the Europe thing, though. Yes. You really don't think it's more controlled over there? No, I mean, like, in terms of people, Americans are always like, oh, everyone can handle their drugs and they can handle their beer and shit, like, you go to Glasgow on a fucking Friday night when all the bars close and everybody pours out the bars. It's fucking mayhem. 
everyone is drunk as shit. They're punching the fuck out each other. It's just like a fucking shit show. Like, Sounds it, live. Yeah, I feel like it's interesting. Are you guys? Are you like? Do you get like in a fighting mood when you're drunk? No, some ways. When nah. I was younger, I used to be fight, like I was fairly into fighting. But I, as an adult, it's just shit. It's like this the shit fucks up everybody's night. It's no fun. It's exhausting yeah. at this point now. <laughs> I, I'm tired after it. I I never saw. Fun. I mean, you could probably guess when you looked at me. Right. I never saw a thought. Nah, you're a fighter, dog. I already know. I could. I can lie, like, yeah, but I don't. Lie. G media, nah, I shouldn't say that story. Yeah, tell that story. Now I really want to hear that story. Let's yeah. just say blood on the shorts. Let's, yeah. let's just say blood on white shorts. Yeah, let's I'll, just say that. I've chose terrible clothes. You danced with a girl on her pier. Like a Nah, that that got well, whatever. It was deserved. But uh, nah, I, I'm not a. I don't like to fight. But I, I, I will very, very, I'm very inclined to do it if I feel like my friends are being disrespected. Put it that way. I don't really get disrespected too often. You know what I'm saying? I think it's my size and my friendly demeanor. I don't really, I don't really <laughs> friendly you know. demeanor. I got a friendly demeanor, dog. Like the Dude, second somebody tries to talk, you give off expressions. Yeah, I think he I thought I was trying. Friendly. He thought some dude was trying to rob me down. Yeah, I definitely think that. Oh yeah. No, nah, when I went down there, dude was like, "Yo, what's up?" Which I don't man, uh, you had a bunch of fucking I would have hit him with, with him that table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam got spicy. He was like, What you know about rap podcast? He's like, What are you doing over? You making beats? I was like, A podcast. He's like, What type of podcast? I was like, A rap podcast. He's like, What do you know about a rap podcast? Like, What do you know about a rap podcast? That's when I walked in, I was like, Yeah, man, i good podcasting. <laughs> no, I give off a friendly demeanor, See, I think. I'm fucked up because I'm a comedian. So, like, I'll just say shit. Like, a lot of people think about what they say before uh, they yeah, say I'm it. I'm the same With way, bro. me, I'm like, I'll say it and see what happens afterwards. <laughs> I'm the same way, bro. I'll just say some shit, bro. I say shit so outlandish. So, yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. I can't. Like, I got blackout on a podcast recently. And Did I you? told my producer to watch it. And he's like. Bro, you said some why to edit. I told a rapper I'd fuck his dead corpse. <laughs> Yo, what rapper? What rapper? I ended it out of that oh, podcast. Wow. You didn't leave that in? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's... That's what we want Because I go up on stage most, like, last night. Like, last night I did a show. And it's different with... Con- I wanted to ask you this. Rappers can get away with saying crazy shit more than comedians because it's like rapping. I don't know, man. Comedians don't do crazy shit, though. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I think rappers, I think, I think rappers are kind of held back a lot of the time, honestly. Not me personally, mm, but I feel like rappers. That's a surprising take. I want to hear that. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the type of rap you are, obviously. If what do you mean? If you Uncle Murder, you'll say fucking anything. <laughs> but if you're a rapper that's really fucking paying attention to the way you're perceived and shit like that, I feel like there's a lot of shit that rappers want to say that and don't necessarily feel comfortable saying. I can't speak from mm. that perspective. Do you my mean... shit be crazy. Yeah. But... Do you mean a... I feel that way that rappers don't want to talk about their feelings so much? That's part of it, yeah. Feelings, yeah. but then also they don't want to overstep certain lines. 
they don't want to say so shit. So many are afraid to be themselves. Yeah. A lot yeah. of rappers, you That's know. That's my biggest problem. When you're in a small group, they're funny as fuck. They'll open, they'll have a laugh, but then when they're a big crowd, they'll see you and they'll be like, What's up, bro? Uh, I've had uh, that's yeah, one of my corny. Or when people are really, I know how I'm perceived. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know who I am in the circle I'm in. So when people are really cool with me, and then the camera turns on and they're all tough, and it's like I, I know, man. I get it, I get it. But it's like that's not who you are. You should be able I to know, man. That's because the camera's on. Don't yeah, this shit's. I think, man, because eventually who you really are always comes out. Uh, facts. For real. And you don't want to be, like, scared of who you are. You should be get a, not get ahead of it, but be, be who that's, you are. That's my biggest qualm with this scene and just, I don't know, about rap, like, rap music in general is, like, man, like, yo, fucking shake it off, dog. Like, yo, why... Why are the funniest dudes in the world the most gangster rappers? And why are the most gangster dudes in the world just scared to, like, say things that are on their mind? I don't, like, I don't know. Not scared. Scared's the wrong word. But just, I don't know, man. I see keeping the image up, which is fine. But, like, yo, fucking laugh, dog. You laugh. You're a funny, charming individual. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you soft if you laugh. Look at Big Pun, dog. Big Pun will shoot you in the face in an instant. Also, the funniest dude in the world. I love Big Pun for that, man. Like, he wasn't afraid of being who he was, man. Like, yeah. But you think, I feel like the toughest people don't need to act tough because they oh, are exactly tough. My point. Like, exactly my point. The toughest bro. people I know all act like themselves. They'll have a laugh. They don't like. They don't need to project some bullshit. I'm the fucking yeah. toughest guy in the world. Because life is bigger than your rap image, bro. And like people that are going through real life situations, fucking don't see the need to fucking put themselves forward in a way that's not organic. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we just saw China Mac, who is a tough mother. He's a gangster motherfucker. Fifteen right years on the back of a garbage truck. Laughing his ass off. Yeah. How many rappers you know who act tough would do that? They believe, like, nah, bro. I'm in not yeah. the back of the truck. Yeah, not nah, in his whole, like where people know him too. It's not like he's like, oh, I'm anonymous. I can be who I am. It's yeah, like, he was laughing. He was having a good time. He was talking to the people. Yo, also, your woman really, is bro. Protect her. <laughs> I also really <laughs> like to man. This is this might be ignorant, but I liked how much he cared about killing that performance. Absolutely. Man, that like that really, I don't know. That made me, it's like, it made me even more of a fan of him. Cause it's like, he cares. He yeah. doesn't care other than to show that he's really. Yeah. It. I like, wish everybody cared that much and put that much fucking effort into every Chinatown center. They do. Yeah. I've said this a couple of times. It's like, the the small the smaller following artists and the bigger following artists are always the best. It's never the problem. Like China China Mac is on the upper tier of artists that we've worked with so far, and he saw how much he cared. Like you said about like killing that shit. A guy that feels like we're giving them a real opportunity on the lower rung is really really 
really prepares themselves properly and really comes to the table knowing they're about to eat and they fucking practice and uh, everything else and they eat. It's the middle guys that are like, they feel like they're in a position that they don't have to impress you too much. So they kind of just come with whatever they got without really it's the middle it's the middle run guys that, think, that are that are the biggest toss-up and i think that's toss. why so many people fall off you see so many people and you're like but what what are they doing three years from now like so many names you're like they got a fucking that feature and then yeah. it's like whatever it is it's like the the second step is harder than the first step yeah the first step is getting a fan base on it the second best step is like making a business I hate to say it, but it's true. It's like, how can I do this and care about it and build it? Like shit properly. So many people hit that first step where they have the following and then they just are like, Yeah, oh, I can I can chill now. I exactly. guess what personality comes into it as well. Like what we were just talking about. If you are authentically being yourself on Instagram and then your raps and all that kind of shit, people will buy into that and they will like you because you're being authentically yourself. I think it's a lot of the ones who put on this front, then when they run out of shit to rap about because they're not being themselves, that's when they start to fall off. Yeah, I think, I don't, I don't want to speak for you, but gee, you and me, like, you were saying this even before, like, you would never expect yeah, we, people like us in the, like, rap scene kind of. A guy from Scotland and this guy from Cape Cod. A comedian yeah, from New Cape York Cod. Like, That's why it works, man. But it's because we're just being our authentically first. ourselves. Like, imagine if I came in here trying to be all tough. Like, yeah. And people would laugh me out immediately. Nah, dog. When, you, when you flexed at me when you walked in here, I almost had to fucking knock <laughs> a couple of your teeth out. Like, <laughs> yo, don't get it, don't get it twisted, though. Sam Buck is a gangster. <laughs> Yeah, I want to check my son. What? <laughs> what did he I said, say? <laughs> nah, nah, you, you know what I mean? We don't got to say it on camera, but just know that Sam Buck, you know what I'm saying? He's out of line. <laughs> nah, but dude, definitely, this, yo, dude downstairs was like, yo, what you know? This is when I walked out. Yo, yo what you know about rap podcast? He's like, Sam Buck said, got real big. I said, yo, what you know about rap podcast, little boy? What's up? Yo, he, had, he had the IG ready. He was like, you see me in Conway? You see me in these rappers? You see them right now? You see me? That's his screensaver. <laughs> Bro, my favorite thing about people like being tough, and it's, I totally get this, but I, I have a pillow of me and Benny. That my mom, <laughs> I have a pillow of a picture of me and Benny that my mom made me. That's fucking amazing. That's and Benny saw that picture and he was like, I need me one of those. That's hard. So my mom made him a pillow and I gave it to him and he was like, so thankful. Damn. But then when we took the picture of it, he looked so angry. <laughs> and people in the comments are like, Benny doesn't want this stupid fucking yo. People on the internet, nah. Benny himself in every night to your fucking face, bro. <laughs> then again, you know who could blame him? <laughs> yo, hundred though, bro. Nah, I saw that video you posted with Conway's. Oh, ball. the dog. That was really funny. Good night, Conway. He he didn't reply to it. And I was like, understandable, understandable. He can't. Good night, Conway. Good night, Conway. Oh. Yo, did you see that shit? That shit was hysterical. There's a That's doll. There's a Conway doll. Why don't you start drum work music? <laughs>
<laughs> he was telling him at Drumworks Fest. Oh, but this is it. This is you being yourself. You're yeah. not. You, yeah. you would do shit like that because you find it funny. Other people may be like, yo, that's a bit weird, but you're being yourself, and that's why people fuck with you. Well, that's the thing is, also, a lot of rap fans have never seen a comedian before. You're getting real comfy. Listen, I'm so up at the block, whatever. I wear the polo cottons, though. I don't smell. This man is wearing jeans, and it's 500 degrees. Yeah, I know. Look at these jeans. There's a fucking... Diesel's, my friend. You know what I mean? These are... I don't, I didn't mean to shout out a brand, but fuck it. Nah, these are thin, <laughs> these are thin, breathable. Hey, things. speaking of brand, use code bucked up for 20% off Manscaped. Not for real. I'm sponsored by Manscaped now. Yeah, of course. You use code, perfect brand if you yes. want to shave your nuts, yes. use code bucked up. You've never, face. you've never fucked a girl with an aerodynamic dick before. <laughs> This is mad ergonomically sound. Oh, bro. I'm Michael Phelps swimming in that place. <laughs> That's what's up. Who's saying both of that? Also, I smoke. These two fucks don't smoke, but I smoked earlier and I smoked on fake bougie. Uh, Follow him on Instagram at fake bougie underscore Orion. All right, there we I go. like that. We got the plug. Right, my boy, down. bad and bougie. I fuck with it. Bad and bougie. I don't believe you're sponsored by Manscaped. That is the most so wild fire. shit I have. It's the crazy. Same buck. Show me nuts right now. Right. Right. Well, look at this camera. They're seeing full size. <laughs> I'm not looking at that camera ever. Oh, <laughs> Bro, I watch my podcast. I'm always wearing shorts because I'm always like, damn, it's just the thigh cast. Like, <laughs> the thigh cast. <laughs> the that's white thigh nice. cast, that's bro. Fine. That's fine. Does it hurt to get your tattoos removed? Uh, it's the same as getting them done. It's just like someone has. So, you yes. <laughs> I, have, I have no tattoos. The really? one, the one yeah. part Beautiful, is... I want bruiser on my shoulder. Yes. You want what? The word bruiser on my shoulder. Is that for Danny bruiser? Brown's bruiser what, brigade? Uh... Yeah, like that's. Well, just because you're a tough cunt. Those are your guys. He's a tough cunt, bro. No, those are my guys. Bruiser Brigade. I love Bruiser Brigade. And we want to do some Detroit. Uh, we want, we're we actually planning a trip to Detroit. Oh, so, uh, dude, if you go out to Detroit, let me know. That's 100%. like that's one of my favorite cities in the like, I go to Detroit every year. My dad's whole family's from Detroit. Really? Yeah, okay. So I'm the, going actually going to see my grandma next week in Detroit. The uh, rap two weeks scene out there is amazing. No, man. Yeah. Yo, shout out. Shout out Mickey Diamonds. Shout out fucking, shout out Ty Ferris, shout out Substance. Oh, Ty Ferris is yeah. really dope. Shout out podcast. Recognize Ali. But see, like, I even, I was with Babytron last time I was out mm. there. Like, I like that type of stuff, the you, bruiser. I'm not up. You were on a podcast, I don't know if you I was listening to it, and you were talking about, like, the scene in Flint and all that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. hearing that? And that put me on to a lot of fucking people. They're so the so scenes crazy. I love Rio that and shit. Yeah, Rio's fire. Rio's fire and RMC Mike talking about not holding back anything in your yeah, lyrics. I love you it. will say anything. Slash rapper because that's what I love. What the shit says is so fucking funny. Man. Yeah, yo, he's the yo. It's so like funny. Lil Wayne. Like I would never call Lil Wayne a comedy rapper, but he says some hilarious shit in bro. bars. Like wow, that's what. I Try to do, You're, man. yeah. Nah, I want, I want funny, like, oh, that's entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't mean make it soft. It doesn't mean make it an act. Make it a uh, a, a bit. But dog, fucking, you know, you all have funny things to say. Say funny things in your rap. Yeah. Bang, bang. 
have that to be the same generic fucking shit over and over and and i think it's the opposite too like i'm a comedian and a lot of comedians actually shit on my podcast because i'm not funny Fuck those comedians because they think like i'm so i'm a comedian so i should be funny like i should try to be making jokes all the time it's like that's not who i am bro i'm serious too like if you want to see me be funny Go to go a to comedy your, show. Yeah, yeah, Maybe like, if they were like you, they would have a podcast with lit. great guests and right. be doing better in life. But they're not. So fuck yeah, if you want to deal, and you think like some of the rappers that you interview might not like really gravitate towards that shit. And the fact that you're a fan of the music and you're not and you're not making it about yourself, you're really making it. Who wants to be one dimensional, bro? Yeah. Who wants to only be one thing? Hundred. Like same way. I get bored with that, bro. Like, I want to do other things. Like, yeah. I want to go out and fucking... If we came to have a conversation, we didn't come on here, what should we do, stand up? Right. No. We came to have a conversation. If I just had... curious. To... You want to hear what we yeah. have to say, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, bro. Fucking... Yeah, yeah, not... You're doing it just right. And the, just... that's how I like how you guys put on... See, before I was doing stand-up crazy, I was doing three episodes a week. And I actually might be going back to three episodes a week. That's fucking... I do two episodes a week now and I don't miss, but it's like, that's why I fuck with Chinatown sounds. You guys got a hundred episodes in and all right. So we're in our, is so we started, month, we started month, doing every eight. other day. We were dropping every other day for the first like five months. That's crazy. Yeah. Like fuck every other, yeah. if you're not doing that, if you're not yeah, doing well, that, yeah. then what, what are you doing? Like a hundred, hundred. And now we we dialed it back a little bit. Uh, it was G's idea, kind of like I got concerned about oversaturated, like oversaturated, and it being like people don't care about the drop anymore, and they're just like, oh, that shit's out all the time. They don't care. I want people to look forward to who's next and really pay attention to that shit. Yeah. Watch it a couple times. It, it has time to breathe before someone else. And I agree on. with that. But the reason I did so many episodes and I feel like the reason you guys are, and I want to speak for you is like the harder you work, the more cool people you meet. 100%. So it's like, I just want to, it's like an excited dog. It's like, I just want to do it yeah, all. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I mean, look- yeah, now we do like, I'll say that it's different for you. I think uh, dog, fuck my advice, whatever. But like, I think that, for us to drop every other day or like twice a week makes more sense because you really don't have to tune in for more than a minute. Your shits are an hour long. Hour. So like, I don't know. I think you spacing out shit might even make more sense. Cause yeah. who has time in a week to watch two, three hours of podcasts of one podcast. And I, but see, like when I was 16, all I would listen to was Joe Rogan. And no matter how you feel yeah, about yeah, him, yeah. I'm not really trying to talk nah, about him on this, but it's like, well, but do you release four to five episodes a week yeah, that were each two to three, two, three hours? It's like, yeah, I know people weren't listening to those, of course. but he kept, but he kept doing them. And that's kind of how I feel. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I hate you. I don't give a. I only cut really one reel from every you episode. Joe Rogan I, is always dependent on the guest, because if the guest is interesting, that shit will be fire. But if he is a fucking uh, a snooze, a fest, weed yeah. scientist who discuss the fucking genetic traits of weed, some fucking shit, it's gonna be the most boring fucking thing in the world. And those are the ones I like. Like, I like the boy. Bro, Mark Zuckerberg was just on that shit, and I oh, got crazy. He, I actually he, fuck he, with he's Zuck- a fucking robot. I I, no, dude, after listening to it, I fuck with him now. I listened I, to the Elon Musk one. That shit was fucking insane, man. 
talking about putting chips in people's brains and but I'm in for I'm up for that. Put a chip in my brain, make me smarter, make me half robot, give me that robot body, I'll never die. I'm you have an Apple that. watch on, you're already part well, robot. Yeah, trying to be full robot. I though. can't do that. Like I wanna go the opposite way. I like flip phone. I wish I could have a flip phone in the woods. Plug my brain into the matrix, man. I'm trying to go full robot. I want oh, my brain and a ideally my brain and a robot body. So I can just live forever and have this brain fucking in there and nothing hurts. Nothing is sore. I'm not God, yeah, that's exactly what the chocolate. fucking world needs is G Media living forever. G, the G Media. Yo, you guys hear about that, <laughs> that AI rapper? How many rappers? Yeah. so weird, bro. He wasn't even that good. If he was good. good. Also, if you're away, I don't know. The N-word shit is crazy. Dude, there was so he thought he could get away. It. It's oh, not I didn't even, even see that. that. The rap, the you AI said the all the he all the time, and the guy who created it was a white dude. Oh, wow! And I thought it was like, an Asian guy. Not Maybe the white I'm dude. About it's some, a, it was some white guy who looks like a date rapist. He it's looked, like, how did he think he was gonna get away with that? Like, what they saying? The deal with Colombia, and then Colombia scrapped the deal. Yeah, because everyone was like, "Nah, fuck this shit." He's huge though, right? He has like millions and millions and millions of millions on TikTok of though. But the shit yeah. TikTok like, doesn't like really the green dreads. Is that Tick, the one? Yeah, TikTok yeah. doesn't transfer over into real world money. I feel it. Like I know people it who are can, famous. Gotta, yeah, yeah, I know it. people who are famous on TikTok, and then it's like, who the fuck are you? Gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, I will not name the name, but they are an insane famous TikToker, like a hundred million plus followers, and I got called to go and film them and I had no idea who the fuck they were. No one else that was there working knew who the fuck they were. 100 million followers on TikTok. No one. And that yeah, no one knows. Say the name. Say the name, dude. I don't get filed. I know, I know. Yo, that's the EIF rapper. It's like, yeah, it was that's stupid cool. as hell. I just didn't know if you, I just thought that was stupid as hell. Yeah, you're dummy. And that guy wants to be a rapper so bad that he's like, I can't be myself so much that I have to create an AI black guy yeah. to be able to say the N-word in my lyrics to finally be the person I want to be. It's like, just be yourself, bro. Yeah. Be riffraff. Yep. Be like... Be a joke if you. I like Riffraff. I love Riff. Bro, you know who Bars Murray is? Nah. Bars Murray, legend from Philly, worked with Chinks, worked with fucking French Montana. Bro, he has an album that's coming out. He has a song with Benny, Heem, Rick Hyde. Like each uh, song's featured with a different BSF member. But he's like Riffraff. He like does joke rap. Like he has albums out with Dirt Nasty. Like, be that's your hard. And people will shit on him online. I'll see his Instagram. It'll be like, why would Benny work with this shit? It's like he's being himself, and I love it. Like, if you're what's common, the sound of it? Is it like, like, is it like, like imagine? Boom bat? I hate boom bat. Yeah, boom like, bat, like Griselda S, right, like, like Griselda S, okay, but like, imagine Riff Raff doing Griselda S. Shit, like, I like that. I want to do that. Man, that shit though. Also, like, if you, you comment, you fucking suck. I hate your shit. It's like you could have just said nothing. See, if and I like something, I'll just like it and move on. If you comment, you're a real hater. Like, you're a real hater. <laughs> you, you make up, you're happy about <laughs> nothing, bro. That guy had to do something personal too. I don't have time in my life to hate on people, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. if I do, I do, do it in my head. This is stupid. I do it in my head. 
really interact with so that shit? Weird, People are so weird. Internet is so It's not easy. even out anymore, but when I started my podcast, before I took off anything, this is the first time I've ever talked about it on the podcast. This is wild. Watch out. There was a whole dude who started a podcast talking shit about mine. No. That's the most pathetic shit I have. No way. Is <laughs> it a comedian? Yeah, that I knew. <laughs> like, are you, were you, did you consider him your friend at the time? Yeah, I considered him acquaintance. The last Brian thing he ever least. said to me was, Thank you for being the only nice person to me in the comedy scene. Then he <laughs> fucking works you. What? <laughs> so, wow. He would play my full episode and just roast me the whole time. On Jesus. it, that's I'm not even gonna Brown. give him attention. Yeah, yeah fuck I ain't even gonna give him. But it's like, how do you have time out in your... Somebody watches this and watches him giving him. A... How do you have do time in your that. day, bro? I'll say that yeah. to the end, bro. No, that's great, bro. That's flattery, man. And that was before I had any accolades. Yeah, he was really my first fan. Like he was yeah. the first person <laughs> to believe in me, bro. Nah, that's great. <laughs> oh yeah, like if I see something on the internet, like I've seen many many things on the internet of people like either hating on me or like fucking they, like a song review and it's you know those like they, they oh. film from their bedroom like a song review and they stop after every three bars and I don't understand why people watch that so you watch it's like the same as people watching, watching somebody listening and shit like that people yeah. ask me to review their music it's like people don't listen to me to review music no. the whole but like no one's like Right. No one wants to hear me shit on a song. The artist, like, I get flattered, bro. All that shit is fucking weird. I get flattered. I know people that get bothered by that shit, or they talk to me like, "Yo, you know, like, yo, that, that shit don't like bother." Like, yo, that dude was talking crazy. I'm like, what? Like, yo, that shit. I know. I got confidence in my shit enough that that shit is literally funny to me. It's not like I'm saying like, haha, that's funny because they, because then I'm salty like, you know, because they ain't shit. What are you doing? And I, no, like that shit is legitimately funny to me. Like, I think I, I see it as flattery, dog. You talking about me? I don't care what yeah, you're saying. You're right. Cause I know my shit's the illest shit in the world. I don't care. That's how I feel, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally, are you good with like receding, receiving backlash and shit? Hell yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yo, and fucking... I don't even mean to be, I'm, I'm only saying this because you said that. No, a no, couple honey. people on the Yellow Wolf show were like, why the fuck? When I posted the clip, it's like, why the fuck? It's like, you're dope as hell. What that's did they say? What'd they say? Like, like oh, why, why would he just... work with him? It's like, because he's dope as hell. He's dope yeah. as you. I, that's like, I didn't even see that. I want to see that now. Nah, that like shit drives me. Like, yo, fucking, we already talking about the homie Chubbs and shit. Fucking, uh, uh, Chubbs did a podcast. Yo, so that like, shit was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. He put that dude in his place. He really, did, like, bro. he really did. And you know what? Like, people, I feel like that's a lot of people's intro to who Chubbs is as a person. And like, I know him, you know, on a very personal level because that's my, that's my man. That's a good friend of mine. So I'm like, that shit didn't surprise me the way he was talking type shit. But then it's like, but then I feel like a lot of people that didn't know him too well saw that and they're like, damn. Wait, Chubbs is the fucking man. But but anyway, what I mean to say is I watched that whole podcast and the dude was talking wild shit about me. And you Chubbs can come by. Like, oh, Don't... Yeah, come by, girl. We were doing it on the street. I'm sorry, we have a we <laughs> have a uh, we have a child sex worker that just uh, just. <laughs> we do not. We do not. Do not listen to this fucking man. We I asked not. G what that giant box was outside his door. I was like, <laughs> "What did you have? Did you, you, you just call did you have a refrigerator shipped in here?" <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, the bozo on fucking Subs podcast was like, this guy's fucking garbage. This guy's garbage. And then Subs was like, bro, I didn't know how, like, I didn't really, like, show it to you because I didn't know how you'd feel about that. I was like, dog, what? I don't give a Did fuck Did you see that, that bozo the Chubbs? Of course. I, I started watching the whole episode because I wanted to see, like, how it got to that. But I got, like, five minutes in, and I was like, this guy is such an aggressively annoying cunt. I was like, I can't fucking watch the whole thing, so I skipped it. And I skipped it to the part where fucking Chubbs heard him out. But, like, fuck that guy. He knows nothing about what he's talking about. People think I know rap music, you know, Method Man and stuff like that. When people start podcasts, they think it's about talking. And as I say this, I cut you off. But it's like... Uh, <laughs> yo, yo, it's my hat. Don't do it again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go call that guy up here. <laughs> but it's really about listening. Like, podcasting as an art form is about listening instead of talking. Like, that's... I hate watching shit where it's like... That's why I don't prepare any questions. Because it's like, I want to see what comes from the conversation. When you go to meet someone, like... On a date, you don't prepare questions for that. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like, what's your body you just want to talk. <laughs> what's your body That's the only question you have it written down to. Wait, hold on. Right, let, me, let, me go. let me refer to my notes. My dear body. <laughs> How many motherfuckers you have know, written? Nah, a hundred. A hundred. Nah, I mean, dog. <laughs> That's why I couldn't. Yeah, that's why I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's why I couldn't do a podcast because I don't know how to stop talking. Nah, nah, nah. I couldn't. I had, I had my fifth episode ever go to the front page of Reddit. Wow! And it was before I did anything, and people were like, "Why does he keep cutting the guest off? Why does he keep making jokes?" Blah blah blah. And Who that is shit, it? This dude, Lloyd Legacy Sharp. He talking about turning down a two million dollar rap deal. Wow! Damn. Because they wanted him. He was like his whole shtick was rapping about pro women. And they oh, want, oh, like, okay. like feminist rap. Okay. Taking it too and they wanted him to, like, turn completely into, like, a trap rapper. If you want to buy Chinatown Sound, I will sell it for $1 million. And it was, That's they offered him $2 million. And it'll be all feminist And they rappers. turned it down. And he, that clip went to the front page of Reddit. And people were shitting on me for making jokes and for cutting them off. And that shit really worked. I was like... That's when I was like, oh, I won't make jokes. I'll try to be serious. Like, I'll give serious interviews if people don't want to hear me. Like, he's talking about something serious. And I'm like, ah, you look dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you freaking idiot. Two million dollars. Generations of wealth. They're gonna they wanted to get a you. tattoo of a woman with a colloquial line through it. That's what he said. 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 That they wanted him for two million dollars. They he was a feminist rapper. They wanted him to get a like that show. He'll do it for two hundred. He'll do it for a free tattoo. You'll do it for the extra sauce. I'll do. I'll do it for the extra sauce. Believe that. Anyone tuning in, refer to section one of the outside episode. Man, thank you guys for doing this. This was a dope ass episode. Nah, bro. Thank so you, man. One thing? Yeah, of course. Yo, a very special man passed away the other day. So, like, big shout out to Paul Jacobs, RIP. Shout out to Hannah Jacobs. Like, the world lost a really, really special man the other day. Real I'm so sorry that so you RIP. Rest in peace. I didn't know. I didn't know the man himself, but I know his daughter, and she's uh she's um, yeah, she's very special. And shout out to her and her family. Dead ass. That's so. Rest in peace. Yeah. Anything else? You have any well, final that, words? What the yeah, hell could that. I say after that? 
Anyway, it's hits and ass. ass. Oh. I was just trying to say, damn, I really fucked in. <laughs> Why no. you do that shit, dog? No, no, you know, nah, fucking, nah, I'm glad you said that and shit. No, nah, fucking, thank you, man. Like, thank you. Fucking, we, you know, a lot of people think that this shit is super established and we are to an extent, but we really still uh, growing this shit every day. And, you know, me and you knew each other from before, you knew G from before, but for you to like want to do this episode episode and show interest in our platform and shit uh, means a lot. And we're fans of your platform. Um, we're fans, we're fans of each other, fans of this fucking city. We're fans of this scene. And fucking yeah, thank you, bro. I'm fans of you guys. You guys work so hard and you guys are so talented. And I'm happy to give you guys to have you guys on. And thank you. Thank 100. you very much. No, nah, hundred, bro. Hundred. Everyone check out uh Chinatown Sounds. I don't know what episode they'll be on by the time this is released, but check it out. Where can they find you? At Chinatown dot sound at uh, on Instagram on Twitter on everything, and Sam got the got oh yeah, the I got merch. the hat. Um, Chinatown Sound merch is available. Just DM us on Instagram, um, and we'll lace you up. Proceeds go to Chinatown Community Fridge, which is an organization in Chinatown that uh feeds feeds the needy uh in the neighborhood. Um, and fucking, if you watch to this point of the episode, we truly fucking appreciate you and. Tune in because the rappers are just getting bigger and uh, and G loves hip hop and unity. And what was your word of the day? Unity. And the <laughs> unity was his. <laughs> he forgot that shit already. Stop being so morose, you dumb you fucking rap. Don't be morose. Fucking dummy. Peace out, everyone. Toast, smack, toast, smack. Most okay. <laughs>